This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 871, Comic Reviews, the week of Wednesday, April the 21st. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 871. It's our Comic Reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, April the 21st. And if you're thinking, wait a minute, it's May 2nd. Yeah, I'm really behind schedule again. I feel like the show is just perennially behind schedule. We usually have episodes nowadays, Sunday, Mondays, and that's it. (laughs) Which is really weird. It used to be, you know, uh, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and then like usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, something like that. Usually three or four days between episodes. Uh, Now it's a lot worse. Um, And I keep thinking, I'll change that, but I think what more likely will happen is that I'll get to uh, episode 1,000 and just drop the reviews episodes altogether, and then uh, it'll be really weird for a while, because the show will only come out you know, once a week, and uh, it'll, we'll drop down to only having you know 50 episodes a year uh, instead of 100, and or something like that. Who knows? Um, I'm not even sure how that's going to work. I mean, maybe I'll just wrap it up at 1,000. I keep threatening this, and I think once I get to 900, I really have to you know take a deep, uh, a deep look and decide what to do, and I feel like if that's true, if I do decide to do that i feel like episodes uh 90 to a thousand basically 900 to a thousand basically have to be you know all the 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 you know having a second pass at certain interviews uh knowing that i'll be over uh kind of like a farewell tour but we'll see if that happens um let's look at april 21st so some of the books that came out include avengers 45 uh we got batman versus rosal ghoul number six captain marvel 28 uh, Carnage, Black, White, and Blood, number two. Catwoman, number 30. Challenge of the Super Sons, number 13. Champions, uh, number six. Eternals, number four. Infinite Frontier Secret Files, number one. Justice League, 60. Uh, Nightwing, 79. Sword, number five. Spider Woman, number 11. Uh, Star Wars, Dr. Aphra. Superman, Red, Red, sorry, Superman, Red and Blue, number two. Uh, the Flash, 769. Uh, we got The Mighty Valkyries, number one. The next Batman, Second Son, and Way of X. Uh, as well as Women of Marvel. Um, so that's everything that came out uh, on this particular uh, you know, Wednesday in April. So I'm taking a look at three different books today. First, I'm looking briefly at Amazing Spider-Man 64. Um, the cover definitely feels like it leads a lot to be desired, uh, just because it feels like it's kind of a random hodgepodge. Um, you know, you have this weird kind of go- giant gog in the background. You have Spider-Man lunging towards Kingpin. You have Boomerang in the background. Uh, it's Mark Bagley, but it feels like rushed Mark Bagley, and it also feels like what does it mean? What does it matter? Because none of this happens in the book like this. Like just a weird cover to try and be so descriptive, um, you know, and have a, and be more kind of story based. And then that doesn't really get reflected in the script at all. Uh, it's written by Nick Spencer, artwork by Federico Vicentini, uh, Alex Sinclair jumps over and it's colorist. That's a big deal. Cause a DC exclusive for what? 15 years. And now it's over at DC at the Marvel. Um, so we have the this the issue starts with more of Kindred being subjected to Baron Mordo. Uh, Kingpin's there, and then Norman Osborn's obviously objecting to what's being done to his son. Uh, we then get to see um, Robbie Robertson and Tombstone begrudgingly have to start teaming up together so they can find out more information on what happened to their respective children. Um, and that, that's a, a lot of the best parts of this issue. We get to see how um, Beetle and... Uh, Randy, is, you know, were, were captured and how they're, you know, they survived. Um, we got to see, again, a lot of the, the team up between Robbie and, uh, and Tombstone is extremely enjoyable and interesting. And we are, you know, leading off to um, Boomerang trying to kind of do things on his own and, and you know, trying to figure things out. Um, there's actually a lot going on here, and I kind of like it. Um, you know, that it feels like we're getting... 
many different subplots and, and characters in that it's not just Peter that's you know kind of front and center. We get to see a lot of different characters uh, taking their opportunity in the, in the uh, spotlight. Actually, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was probably one of the better issues of Amazing Spider-Man I've read in a while because there's just a lot moving forward. I really like, the again, the characterization between the leads. Um, and again, seeing Robbie and uh, Tombstone again, just it, it hit all the right beats. Uh, it really felt like it was, you know, a, a great moment. So, um, yeah, this was this is you know more enjoyable than I have found this book to be in quite some time because I just have not been as enamored with Amazing Spider-Man, which has always been sad to me because it's something I do enjoy typically, but uh, it's just been very lackluster. Uh, next up, we have uh, what was it? Black Knight: Curse of the Ebony Blade, number two. Uh, this is by Cy Spurrier and Sergio Davila, uh, inks by Sean Parsons, colors by Arif Prianto. Um, Black Knight is a weird character who I feel like they never really know what they want to do with him. I think we've had numerous stories over the last two decades where it's all about the, you know, the Ebony Blade and what it means. And I feel like we just kind of keep going in circles in terms of similar stories. But because Black Knight is, you know, maybe a kind of a niche character who's probably a favorite to a few, but generally speaking, many of them may just remember that he, you know, has been Avengers adjacent or that he was, you know, as part of the Avengers during that kind of weird early 90s period. And that might be what a lot of people kind of remember the Black Knight. So I do think there's a lot of latitude to do, even if you did the same style story beat, it wouldn't be have you called out in the same way because... No one's really maybe keeping that track, that close to track on uh, Black Knight as character. That being said, I thought this intro- uh, episode was, uh, sorry, issue was super enjoyable and I and, uh, really kind of dug it and it felt very different and not as stereotypical. And I like the ending with Mordred and so I'm, I'm on board. Um, I think it's, you know, it, it's kind of zany and it has its own rhythms to it that's very different from most of the books, but I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And last up, uh, we have X Force number 19. This is by. Uh, I want to say my man, Benjamin Percy, who I don't know from anything else, maybe, but he did a great job uh, writing this issue. Gary Brown is doing the art, and Gary Brown did a serviceable job. I wasn't super enamored with some of it, but um, generally speaking, I think it was an interesting character portrait of Kid Omega, who he is, what he can be, um, what X-Force can be as well, kind of working all together. Um, That was really interesting, and I'm um, really kind of intrigued to see what's going to be next. Um, but yeah, this continues to be a really enjoyable book, and probably you know one of my favorites of the uh, the X Men line. Even we, even though you have Hickman doing an X Men book, in a lot of ways, I think X Force has been more focused and has at the time has been more character based in a more powerful way. And maybe it's not looking at the larger concepts in the same way that X Men does. But um, I think in terms of actually making me care about characters and excited to see what happens next, uh, X Force definitely has a beat. Uh, so that's basically it for April twenty first. Uh, looking forward to uh, issues I'll be talking about next episode which will be releases from april the 28th some of the releases from that day include action comics batman superman challenge of the super sons detective comics inferior five uh robin dean titans academy the next batman second son uh you got uh, cross a new issue of crossover uh spawn uh let's see what else we got here uh, over at Marvel, there's Beta Ray Bill, Black Widow Cable, Fantastic Four. There's the Hellfire Gala official guide, which was a free thing that was dis- that was also free on Comicsology. You got Modoc Head Games, uh, Marvel Action Origins. You got Miles Morales, Spider Man, New Mutants, Savage Avengers, uh, Silk, Spider Man, Curse of the Man Thing, Star Wars, Darth Vader, Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back, 40th Anniversary. 
Um, you got uh, the Marvels number one. You got U.S. Agent and X Men Legends number three. So a lot of good stuff that hopefully I'll be talking about at least a couple of those books in our next reviews episode. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again. Catch you next time. Bye bye.